Welcome to Jumpstart, everybody. I'm Mark Hinman, lead pastor at Hillcrest Church in Jamestown, New York, and this is episode 60 of the podcast that's all about giving us the boost we need to keep us moving forward in the way of Jesus so that we can be more motivated and focused and less empty and miserable. Each episode of Jumpstart, my co-host Lucas Lassinger is with me. And Lucas, you just got up from a nap. What's going on at UB? I did, yeah. I was telling you right before we hit the record button, I I was a little late to our meeting. I have a bunch of assignments due, and so I've got two hours of shut-eye in, kind of not your normal eight-hour sleep straight through, but then I felt really bad because we have a guest with us today. Yeah, you're going to introduce him? Yeah, yeah. So we have our guest, Brian Lusty. Welcome, Brian. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. And Brian, you're, um, we're doing a mission series. We're calling it Moving Out in Missions. Mm-hmm. And you were a perfect guest because you're one of the new missionaries that Hillcrest is partnering with Grace to send out. And uh, you started talking a little bit about what you've got going on, and it made me feel like I was doing nothing. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a crazy season for us. We're, first of all, we're, we're so thankful to be a part of the Hillcrest family. And, uh, you know, uh, I've been a pastor in the region for the last, uh, a converged pastor in the area uh, nearby in the city of Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, and so I had a chance to kind of connect with Hillcrest that way. And our two uh, uh, churches uh, have had a chance to, to do ministry together and, and kind of do life together in this region, pray for what's going on around here. Um, and it's great. I've been uh, in the area for a long time. I, I've been married for 17 years as well uh, to my wife, Rachel. And I've got uh, two daughters named Chloe and Hannah. They're 11 and eight. Uh, and they loved Hillcrest last time we came out. We had a great time hanging out with some people and, and, and being out there. So, but the season's busy, right? Like everyone's busy. We always say, we always, oh, how you doing? I'm busy, yeah. right? And, uh, but uh, I remember Lucas, before I had kids, I, I thought, you know, I thought I was busy. And then, you know, I, I feel like I could write a book with all the time that I didn't, you know, that I had before that. <laughs> and then uh, I could say the same thing about, you know, kind of getting ready to move a family overseas to Asia, right? So it, I feel like right now with, we're trying to sell the house and sell the cars and still I'm, I'm having meetings with my team and my boss and um, just trying to see family right now and kind of have our last times with everybody there and kind of say goodbye well. It is insane. And it, you know, it's one of those things where we're trying to figure out how to balance those things and still, uh, you know, have good relationships, good communication as a family. So um, it's been a good time to trust the Lord more to kind of say, what is, you know, God, what, what is good? What, what do we have to say no to so that we can say yes to what you want us to do? Hey, so Brian, your target date for leaving is? It's July 1st. We're hoping to leave okay. July 1st. Yeah, very good. And you're joining a team that's already in place in Japan, right? Can you tell us a little bit about that team and what the scope of their ministry is there? Right. Yeah. So um, uh, I uh, am working with uh, the same network of churches, uh, the, the global missionary arm of, of uh, that Hillcrest is a part of uh, called Converge. And uh, working uh, in Japan, and so that's the we're, I'm a part of what's called the Japan Initiative, and so uh, our team is asking God for a gospel movement among the Japanese, which is the second largest unreached people group um, on Earth. Um, there's less than one percent Christian in that country, and uh, so they're they're doing lots of different things in different cities, um, and actually some of them even work in the states with Japanese people that have moved here, um, doing things hmm. like um, disciple making movements, helping people to exponentially share their faith with their coworkers and and uh, their neighbors um, in a very organic way, uh, traditional church planting. 
Um, we've got people looking to do uh, more house church sort of things. Um, I've got returning ministry where some of my team members are doing, um, are helping to witness to people who are uh, students in the States and then send them back to Japan, having received Christ. Uh, and then also meeting community needs and the community needs there are uh, more emotional, spiritual, you know, crime and poverty is low in Japan, but stress, depression, suicide is extremely, extremely, extremely high. And so um, it's got one of the highest suicide rates in the world. There's over a million young people who are, are what they call hikikomori, which means that they stay in their room and don't leave. Um, and they basically have agoraphobia and they're afraid to go outside. And the country doesn't know how to, how to deal with this. They know that it's because of the stress and the shame that it's a shame honor culture. They feel that they don't fit in. And so their way to cope with that is basically to never leave and just kind of live on the internet and kind of cope that way. And so there's a lot of emotional, spiritual poverty and stress that comes from not knowing Jesus and not knowing the hope of Jesus Christ. And so our team, uh, we've got some Japanese partner pastors we're working with specifically that are helping people try to come out of um, depression and suicide, a halfway house that they work with people who have contemplated taking their own life and then trying to help them that way. Uh, in fact, we're praying right now for the right team member to come and, and work with a, a specific Japanese pastor. So those are the kind of things that our team does. That's really interesting. That's a lot of things that kind of, you know, you, you, kind of get that idea when you think about a culture of certain different mm -hmm. you know aspects but you really have a good grasp on that so I appreciate you sharing those details sure. um my next question for you would just be kind of if we have a better picture now of what the team as a whole is doing what is your role going to look like within the team and kind of what would your day-to-day -day maybe look like yeah so uh, I'm serving as the initiative leader for the Japan initiatives. And so I, uh, I'm in charge of the team and the vision of what we're doing. And so uh, I have the honor of coaching and leading um, our team members that I just described and um, uh, helping to kind of equip them and help that multiply the ministry that God's giving them, but also really one of my main roles is to forge new ministry. And so uh, we're looking for to start some new projects and some new uh, ministry there. And it's my role to kind of make those relationships happen between Japanese uh, Christians and, and, and partners that we want to work with. And then also to be that bridge back to the United States. So we're going to be based in Tokyo, our family, but um, we also have a hand in setting up opportunities for people to come from the States, people who want to come long-term and serve with us and join the team but also people who just want to come and taste and see what God's doing in Japan, coming for a week or two or coming for an internship in the summer for a month or two. That's also possible. And part of my role is to kind of be that bridge back and say, here's what God's doing. How can churches get involved? How can people in churches get involved? And so we'll have personal ministry um, in Tokyo area, but we'll also, I'll spend a lot of my time traveling as well and trying to help encourage some of the projects that we're doing underneath the Japan initiative. Neat. You're uh, you're really good at this because you're setting me right up for my next question that I'm going to ask. So okay, you're making my life easy today. Uh, oh. So you shared that you know part of this is if somebody were to want to do maybe a short term mission trip or mm, yeah, um, maybe come longer term that that that's kind of where you would be helping somewhat. Um, could you kind of share what motivated you to decide that you wanted to go and do a long term missions trip? in a different country um, and kind of what you think other people might, when, when people might be hearing God calling them. Yeah. So for me, I, I really didn't take the normal path to becoming a missionary. I, I 
was really happy here in the U.S. and here in our, in, in, you know, in this region and um, thought, you know, I really didn't think a ton about the Great Commission, even as a pastor, I'm sad to say. And it really came the idea of just realizing just what an imbalance there is between the amount of resources and manpower and the amazing things that we have here in the States. And even in some places that we send missionaries, you know, I realized that when Jesus said in Matthew uh, 28, that he said, you know, go and make disciples of all nations, that that was a real thing. And, and he, and he wanted it to send us to all the people groups and, and say, that's not something that I get to say. It's just a sub ministry for certain people, right? I was treating it as like, a sub ministry of the church and realizing that's a call for every single person in some way. That doesn't mean everyone goes, but everyone participates, whether they send, pray, mobilize, or go. And so I started to get really serious about that and really realizing that there was this thing called unreached people groups, which means people groups that have less than 3% Christian in them and really below two or 3% a people group can't, doesn't have enough Christians to evangelize. They need outside help. That's, and you'd think, well, I'm sure there aren't many unreached people groups. I realized 40% of the world still lives in an unreached people group context. There's, you know, two and a half billion, almost 3 billion people who live in a place where they, they don't have adequate access to the gospel. Wow. And as I mentioned before, Japan's the second largest homogenous people group, 125 million people, 0.5% evangelical Christian. Um, and so it is a heavy thing spiritually when you go over there to do that in that context. And I'd spent most of my time doing global work in amazing places, places where ministry is, is needed and uh, we're, we're still involved in, in certain ways today, um, but were places where it was already a reached people group, where there are more Christians per capita than there were in the United States and going, wait, what, what's the deal? We only send, you know, we send 91% of our missionaries and 97% of all church giving to global missions goes to reached places, but there are 3 billion people in unreached places. And God started to turn my heart. And I it, sometimes, I'll be honest with you, Lucas, is it kind of like uh, dragging me into it. I was like, no, you know, there were times where I was like, God, I'd love to stay comfortable and stay where I am. And God was like, do you really want to do that? And I said, no, I don't. I, I want to follow you, God. And so really having God slowly change my heart to go, this matters. And this is important. Doesn't mean that I give up. Um, it, you know, reaching out to my neighbors or to my city. I don't get to abdicate that, right? But it means that being a part of the world is a part of what God has for me as a believer, all those areas from my neighborhood to my city to what he's doing around the globe. And that's what really kind of um, started to turn my heart and say, okay, I need to devote more of my life to this. That's great. So, and it's been great to follow you, Brian, and see the Lord's work in your life and call mm -hmm. and you and Rachel and your family. Hey, so one of the things we do in each episode is a, a sort of an unpaid commercial for something. You know, we don't have any paid sponsors, you know, uh, yet anyway. And so we um, wondered if maybe you had something you'd like to promote today. Okay. All right. Well, this is going to be, might be pretty unpopular in Buffalo because uh, I know, you know, the NFL is, is king, right? And, uh, you know, that's great. I'm awesome. I've, I've been uh, to a Buffalo Bills game and it's been, it's been awesome. I've got friends that way. So that's all good. Keep that. But I'm a huge fan of 
uh, English Premier League soccer. Specifically, I married into a Scouse family, a family from Liverpool, England. And so my father-in-law wow. is Scouse. Uh, okay. My wife was born in England. And so they are nuts. And I thought growing up, I was not into that at all. I was like, eh, it was something I started to do to kind of make good with my father-in-law, right? Right. And be like, hey, <laughs> I want to be in with this family because it's cute girls here. And I'll tell you what, now I am in love. I talked to her cousins in Liverpool uh, via WhatsApp more than she does. We're talking about the team. Uh, and uh, unlike basketball, let me just do this as the promo. Unlike basketball, I'm sorry if you love basketball, it's all great, but they score every like two seconds. It's easy to make a, a, a basket. When you score a goal in soccer, it is incredible. There's nothing like that rush and that feel of being a part of that. They sing all the time. There's only, you know, we, we stopped singing in America, right? Like in, in, in church, we do a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. But this is the, it's just the fan. Fandom, the the fervor is amazing and so i would really recommend checking it out and i you know you can pick a team but i'd say liverpool football club is the place it's also popular in japan so it's not too bad that i'm interested in that there's a supporters club all around all around the country all around the world and um soccer isn't as boring as you think it is so. wow there we go okay yeah. Thank that was you. a good pitch, man. I, maybe you should be going into business or something. <laughs> I suppose being a pastor, your goal is always to try and pitch people that you're worth listening to. So. Hey, we evangelize what we find to be worthy, right? And it, it's, it, it's, it starts with Jesus, but we do that too, right? With food and sports and all that sort of stuff. It, it's something that we do. Exactly. Hey, well, as kind of our last question of every yeah. episode, we do a so what. This is Pastor Mark's favorite preaching thing. And uh, so could you maybe just give us a little, so what, what can I take away a couple sentences uh, for people as they kind of move into their day today? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think of a quote that stuck with me for a long time from John Piper. And he said, there are three types of Christians when it comes to global missions. There are uh, those who passionately send, those who passionately go, and the disobedient. And which one are you? And that rarely wrecked me when I heard that of going, okay, which one am I? Am I having a touch in some way in my life in the world? And I would encourage you to reevaluate that for yourself and say, you know, is that something I'm doing? There's a lot of ways you can do that. You can join us in becoming uh, prayer partners with us and praying for us, being involved. Um, You can give to the deep and wide campaign. and, And part of that is going towards supporting global missions. And we're so thankful to be a part of that. Um, and just to answer a little bit of your question, Lucas, from before that I didn't get a chance to say before is there's opportunities to come to Japan and to taste and see, right? To, to do a week or two um, once travel opens up. It's one of the most accessible countries in the world and yet one of the most unreached. And so um, I would encourage you to pray about and say, hey, when coronavirus opens up, I'd love to talk uh, to Pastor Mark. And Pastor Mark can, can uh, send you to me. I'm available to talk to you as well through Zoom or email or whatever. And see, hey, is there an opportunity for you to get involved in what God is doing in Japan? And so reevaluate today and go, God, which one am I? Am I going to be someone who passionately sends? Or am I going to be someone who may even passionately go short term or long term? I would encourage you to seriously uh, go to the Lord with that and see what God would say to you. Yeah, thank you, Brian. And so you, you all heard it uh, from Brian that um, you know we've launched this uh, 
deep and wide initiative and really our first thing in that eight goals that we have for the next couple of years is to send a new missionary and brian is that is our new missionary that we're partnering with and 10 percent of every gift that's given specifically to deep and wide it's going to support the luskies and their work in japan so i encourage you to be part of that and you can give uh you know through the church center app you can give through sunday morning offerings however you choose to do it but um, I want to encourage you to be involved. And we are looking for ways in the next couple of years to find some short-term opportunities for those of us in the church family who'd like to go follow the Lord's call in, in a short-term way, at least, uh, to Japan. Hmm. Well, hey, let me pray for us as we wrap things up. Lord God, thank you for some time with Brian today. Father, he has a lot of things on his plate and many details that need to come together before July 1st. We trust you with each one of those. I want to pray for each of us as we heard and listened again today that you would cause us to be passionate about missions in whatever way um, that you call us to do that, whether it's in giving and supporting uh, prayer or if it's in going. Um, but Lord, we, we don't want to be among those who are, are just disobedient to the call, the command, uh, the great commission that you gave us, Lord Jesus. And so burden our, burden our hearts with the things that burden yours was our prayer today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Um, hey, Brian, thank you so much for joining us today. It was great to have you on this episode. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Yeah, And thank you to everyone who listens, because obviously we wouldn't have a reason to be here if it weren't for them. Uh, if you want to share this podcast with anyone, you can go ahead and uh, send it. You know, there's a little box icon in whatever podcast uh, platform you're listening on. You can also like, comment, rate, subscribe, do whatever you do where you do it. Um, if you'd like to find out more about Brian and uh, supporting the Deep and Wide Initiative, you can go to hillcrestjamestown.com. And from there, you can also find access to uh, the, the Jumpstart Podcast Facebook page, which is jumpstart podcast on facebook and you can find our sunday morning services we have services at 8 45 and 11 a.m in person in jamestown new york and then again those are online and then again at 7 p.m we're exclusively online uh, and our social media handle is at hillcrest jamestown hey thanks everybody for being with us today god bless have a great day